I'm Natalie Mills. And I'm Sarah Stark. And you are listening to The Lumpy Mother, the podcast where we show up for our kids by showing up for ourselves. We are not experts. We're just two best friends and moms who love learning and laughing together. I have two kids. I have a one-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter. And I have four kids, an eight-year-old daughter, and three sons who are eight, six, and two. So, if you want to know you're not the only parent who gave up on regulating healthy snacks years ago, well, for me, it was like a year ago. Close yeah. <laughs> then you've come to the right space. So, we're changing things up a little bit. It's summertime. You know, we want to be a little more flexible with our schedules, and we want to try out some shorter episodes. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be really good to see how you guys respond to it a little bit. Um, so I think instead of the hour, we're going to be a little bit about 30 minutes. It's going to be really exciting. Um, sometimes we'll have yeses. Sometimes we'll have no's. Sometimes we'll have hellos. But generally, we'll just yeah. cover a topic each and um, it'll be really good. We're really excited to experiment with this and see how it turns out. Yeah, I think it'll be fun and it's good to good to change things up too and freshen it. I agree. Freshen it up a little bit. Add a little perfume. I don't know. Is that work? Yes. So <laughs> if you like what you hear or you don't like what you hear or you want to share a fun fact you think we'll enjoy, tell us about it, please. Email us at lumpymotherpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, also Today yeah. we have an email I want to share from <gasps> really? your friend. Yeah, from your friend. Oh yeah, Jen. from Jen. Um, yeah, and I. It's wonderful. She says, "Hey, ladies, caught up on your episodes again, and I heard Sarah talking about investing and getting educated. That's awesome. Love it. As Natalie knows, I'm a financial planner and have been doing it for 15 plus years now. The founder of the company I work for has a podcast titled Profit Boss Radio. Her name's Hillary Hillary Hendershot." Um, she is a talented speaker, is passionate about educating women about all things financial while keeping the financial jargon out of it. There's a lot of great financial education in these episodes, and I would encourage you to check it out. So I did. I checked out Profit Boss, and I've been listening to oh, it, yeah? and it is. It's really, <gasps> really great. It's accessible. Really? It's yeah, I've listened to about two episodes. I listened to one about financial independence and retiring uh-huh. early, and she interviews this amazing woman who is 40 years old and retired. That's incredible. Yeah, like her and her husband just wow. decided they really love their careers, but they kept getting promoted, and with more promotions came less time to do, like travel and do oh, activities they yeah. love. So they just really went at it, saved their math nerds. They did all the math figured it out and i've been following some different reddits on like retiring early and it is so appealing to still be in your 50s or something retire and have the money to travel and to feel secure in that would be incredible nick is gonna be 40 in three years so i can't even imagine him like i feel like he's still just at the beginning of his career that would be so incredible yeah. It, yeah. So it, it is. It's a really great. Um, she's very, 
very easy to listen to. So Jen, thank you for that recommendation. And yeah, I'm going to check I'm it certainly, out. Yeah, I'm certainly going to keep listening. So. Yay. So Natalie, what do you have a yes? Do you have a no? Do you have a hello? <laughs> I have, I'm honestly not sure if it's a yes or a no. It feels a little bit part both. And it's funny because the inspiration for this came from something really specific. And, and then of course, like the last few days when I was trying to collect all of my thoughts about it, I could not remember for the life of me where it came from. So I'm sure. And then I'm sure tomorrow morning when I'm waking up and lying in bed, I'll think of what it was. It may have been, I just finished a new book called Malibu rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid, who wrote, um, uh, Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh, okay. So she has a new book called Malibu Rising, and it's kind of about like, um, it's this family story and their struggles, and it goes back and forth between the mom's generation and her story and the children's story. And I think it had something to do with that. Um, just talking about the mom and the dad. And Ooh, interesting. About I how... like how. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I, I would be fascinated to. Um, to see the comparison of how generations affect each other, just yes. like like what you experience and go through, whether you want to or not, comes down to your kids. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's definitely what this book. It was so good. It was really good. I would definitely suggest it. And so, um, but I think one of the thoughts. I, I really do think it was from that book. <laughs> I can't honestly, for the life of me, I can't think of what else it would have been from. But. Um, they what I've been thinking about lately is all of the things that I wanted to be before I came a mom and the things that I still aspire to be and still like kind of qualify myself as, you know, because I think that it is really easy to get lost in call in like defining yourself as a mom and that's it because it's so all consuming with our lives right you're a mom so that takes care of most of your day and most of your week most of your month most of your year (laughs) and so I think it's really easy to lose sight of the fact that yes I am a mom but I am many other things that are also very important to me so I just think it's really easy to lose sight of sometimes who we were before moms, as long as that person was a healthy person and you know what I mean? Like healthy, like mentally. Um, But I, and then even now as a mom, sometimes it's like, Oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm a mom or I'm a stay at home mom. One of the things I was most nervous about going to social gatherings after first becoming a mom is what do I talk about? All all I'm consumed with is like day to day, monotony almost of caring for a human yeah no it's so true and so I just I remember how empowering it was when I finally realized wait no it's okay to say to myself I can love being I can love being a mom but I can also want to be able to call myself more than just a mom and so like things that I want. And it's funny because our kids are at an age right now that they are really talking about what they want to be when they grow up. You know, they're like really starting to like get into this idea. Ava's talking because she really wants to be a librarian or she wants me to start calling her by her full name. Avalyn. Avalyn (gasps) really wants to be. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love it. (laughs) So she wants, yeah, she really wants to be a librarian. And so today we were walking to the library and she was 
asking when she's allowed to get a job at the library. And and then we start talking about, well, maybe in middle school you can start volunteering if they need volunteers there. So it's just like she's like thinking through the process of how to do that. You know, Henry right now wants to be a professional. It's actually really sweet. We were sitting at the dinner table eating dinner at the table. If you've listened to previous podcasts, you know, that's a very big deal for me that we're finally eating at the table again and not in front of the TV. Oh, it has to feel so good. It does feel really good. But um, and he said, I want to be the first Korean American baseball like <gasps> national star. Yes, That's what he said. And he came up with that so all on his lovely. own. Yeah, Henry. I thought that was really cool. I just want to hug that boy. <laughs> and um, Harrison has always wanted to be a paleontologist. That's literally all that he's ever wanted to do. And so, that's, <laughs> yes. I mean, he's only six, but he's been saying this for like two and a half years. No, but that's huge <laughs> so. for a six-year-old to have such a passionate, singular focus. That's oh, really yeah. cool. Yeah. So anyways, the point of all of that is that like we are in our house currently, we're just really talking about like, and then Ava asked at dinner a few nights ago, maybe this is where this came from. We were eating, and this is why I love eating at the table in front of front instead of in front of the TV, and why I'm always thankful for it later. Because Ava went around all on her own and asked Nick and I, and then her brothers. Um, she asked her brothers, "What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, do you want to have kids? And what kind of house do you think you'll live in?" And so for oh, Nick and I, nice. she said, "What did you think you were going to be when you grew up? And did you ever think you'd get married and have kids and whatever, whatever, whatever?" And it made me like it was really fun to talk about that. When I was little, the first thing I ever wanted to do was write books. I wanted to be an author more than anything me else. Me too. Really? Well, and that and like um, animal stuff, like veterinary, oh, veterinarian yeah. and stuff. But I don't really like animals that much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it changes after you have and kids. It like, does. I just don't like the yeah. right responsibility or the money. <laughs> I'm way too oh, yeah. like logical to like animals at this point, <laughs> as I... much as I used to. That makes so much sense. So that's a really great way to put it because it's just like hard to justify that when you. Well, not that you're illogical if you love animals. I mean, obviously, no, it's not illogical. No, but it's kind of like okay, do I spend money on groceries or do I pay a six hundred dollar vet bill? You know, like that's what you mean by logical. We have to get our cat's teeth cleaned. It's going to be like six hundred and fifty dollars. Do they need to be? We don't even. Why do they have to be? We only see him once a week because. He doesn't even like us anymore. Why does why do his teeth have to be cleaned? They're just We've in never really cleaned. bad shape. They're like they're gonna they're gonna have to be removed if he doesn't get them cleaned. And then I mean it's gonna be hard for him to eat. So, oh my word, that's ridiculous. So, it's so expensive because and it's so expensive because they have to put him under. Oh, because they can't that's... just like do his teeth. Yeah. That's horrible. I'm so sorry. I'd be so upset about that. <laughs> yeah. But regardless, so <laughs> I have a whole I, thing about the cat that I'll have to share sometime. But anyway, go yeah. Ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So we um I I always really wanted to be an author. And then after I mean, I spent years saying that's what I was gonna be when I grew yeah. up, like up until fifth grade. And then I wanted to be a teacher for a while. And so I just think it's really interesting. And so now 
Um, you know, there's a lot of things that I want to tell people about myself other than the fact that I'm a mom. You know, I think that being a mom, like I've said six times now, is a really huge part of my life and it is a very important part of my life. But there's so much more to me than that. And I feel like we forget that sometimes when we're moms. And that just makes me really sad. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Makes me sad, too. And having a kid can was absolutely an identity crisis for me. I think. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, what am I doing now? It it was like kind of put my goals and stuff on hold. A hundred percent. I think, too, like you're saying, you love you love being a mom and can still have this because so many things can be be true at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I, I love that that idea that I've just kind of started holding in uh, and understanding as an adult like yes I love being having my kids and them being here yeah um but exactly what I'm just repeating what you said basically no it's um yeah but they're all it's all true and it's all okay and it doesn't make you any less of anything to want something for yourself it's yeah I feel like um right now it's in my head I'm like okay in Charlie is two. So in three, three years, he'll start kindergarten. And then in my head, it's a little bit like, okay, that's when I can kind of get back on track for some of my goals in mm-hmm. life. And even like weird bucket list goals, like running a marathon and, you know, yes. like things like that, that are so hard to do when you are staying home or working. If you're any kind of parent, it's hard because you can't just like after work, or during the day, if you're at home, stay at home, mom, leave and run six miles. You have to make sure someone else is there or mm-hmm. it's just like it, it complicates everything so much. Yes. And so um, you yeah, almost that, get a start again in a way once they reach a certain age. And it's kind of yeah. fun to plan yes. for that time. Like you're saying when Charlie's in kindergarten, um, Evie yeah. starts preschool in the fall and just like that and starting to have that time because when they're so Mm -hmm. little you are so consumed with them Mm -hmm. 24 7 you just you have to be if you're a stay-at-home mom and and or a working mom I mean you just it's just all about the kids all the time and then so finally to have this like free mental space as well as time space to dedicate Mm -hmm. to yourself again it's almost daunting I was just thinking the other day I have not ever been alone in this house oh isn't that amazing that's so strange actually it's funny because this happened to me a few weeks ago oh the kids were with my mom they did a slumber party with her and so they were she would like she was keeping them until dinner time the next day yeah and nick had a work thing so he was gone all day the kids were gone all day it was only me in the house and it was the strangest feeling. You don't it even was amazing. realize it. Yeah. Yes. I do think, well, when Evie was younger and we first moved here, you know, Ben would take her in walks and stuff and then it would just be me. But yeah, it was a short period really of time. Count, yeah, it doesn't feel like yeah. I haven't taken up space in my own home by myself. Yeah. And then had to decide almost, what I wanted to do with myself. Yes. Yeah. When the kids are at school, Whoa. a little bit more so when Charlie was a little bit younger, but like planning meals that like lunch when it's just me and a baby are totally different than planning meals when it's six of us at home, you know? So like <laughs> um, it's always so enjoyable because it can just be, I don't know, I can't explain it, but it's just like 
it's a big deal. So, well, what are some of your dream? Like, what are some of your goals and dreams yes. and stuff like that? I, well, I want to get my doctorate um, yeah. and I want to be a, a mental health counselor. I would love to be able to get to be like in my early 50s and have enough money mm-hmm. where I just see clients maybe twice a week or whatever yeah. works like to have that enough financial independence to mm-hmm. be at that point and then start writing. And yeah, then my goal is to write a book someday and then I want to travel the world. I've always wanted to travel the world and um, I want to be a doc. I want, I honestly, it's not just because I want doctor in my title, but it, it definitely <laughs> feels really nice to think about Dr. Sarah Stark. I'm not going to lie. Also, I love school and I um, think I, that's a path that I would just really enjoy being on or maybe even um, teaching. I would like being a professor somewhere. I would do that too instead of seeing clients. But the kind of the great thing about having kids for me was that it had it, it's given me this time to think about who I really am, to work on myself, to look inside and be like, oh, and be more confident than I've ever been about who I want to be yeah. and what I want to do. I might I have a lot of like weird bucket list goals, <gasps> like running a marathon yeah. and lots of like travel bucket list goals. Mm-hmm. But one of my um Big ones is it's funny because my one of my biggest goals is also to write a book. (gasps) And it's because I have I have this list. Nobody knows this outside of Nick, but I have about half of a manuscript done for a children's book. I know that, Natalie. I know because I haven't told anyone because it feels like this really weird, like people say, oh, I'm writing a novel or or, I'm writing a book or whatever. And it feels like this fake thing. Natalie, that's amazing. I did not know that. That's like, uh, I mean, I feel like I have a lot of other weird bucket list items I can't think of right now, of course. But every so often, Nick and I will be talking about, oh, like a big RV trip. That's on. That's yeah. a bucket list. Oh, thing I would for love me, to but... do that. All right. What's your topic today? Um, OK, I did a hello today because um, I was thinking like about one of my favorite motherhood facts that my sister-in-law uh-huh. told me. So I'm going to share that fact and then some other really fun ones that I came up with. It's going to be a lot of I'm mean, gonna really enjoy talking about it. this with you. So I, I I may have told you this fact before, Natalie, but my sister in law shared it with me. And so it is that all of us at one point were in our grandmother's womb. <laughs> That's in- crazy. It's incredible to think about. So incredible and like connective in a way that I love. Yeah. But it's because um so all women are born with all the eggs they'll ever have. And in, uh-huh. in the first trimester of pregnancy, our eggs are developed, right? So oh. when our mothers were in our grandmothers, they yeah. had so our the egg that would eventually yeah. become ourselves. So fifty yeah. percent of our DNA makeup was in our yeah. grandmother, our maternal grandmothers. That's, I just love yeah, that. That's incredible. I love thinking about like how can make that connects me to my grandma always. Yeah. And how beautiful that's that so thought true. is. And I know you were so close to the grandmother too, so it made me think of you yeah. like how how lovely that is that I love that thought. Yeah. That's um, really special. You know, you guys are a part of each other. Um so that's my absolute favorite fact that um, I wanted to share with everybody. <laughs> and then I looked up other ones and these get really fun. Okay. And some are kind of like you want to cry because they're really beautiful cuz moms, we're amazing. We're so amazing. <laughs> um, just the fact that we do this. It's so incredible. All right. So this one is from mommypotamus.com. 
I don't um, think I want to be compared to a hippopotamus. I, I don't know. know. That feels well. I almost started talking weird. comparing us to cows at one point because um, there there was a fact that was on a lot of these about like maternal aggression to protect young, and apparently. Oh, yeah. Cows are like some of the most aggressive mothers. I had no idea. What? And in the in in the UK, they have like they warn people because especially um, dog walkers tend to get attacked by <gasps> mother cows and what? killed. And it's like apparently an issue. I guess I I'm, I don't have my so source because um, strange. I wasn't planning on mentioning that one, but uh, um, it's too funny. It's not weird to share. because we live in like a very country um, like area where mm-hmm. there are a lot of cow farms, and I've never yeah. heard that. I haven't either, and I've never been afraid of a cow. They seem very no dull and dumb, That's and they so don't move strange. much, and they just eat grass. All right, go on. What's what? What does Mommypotamus okay. have to say? So here's what Mommypotamus <laughs> says. So this is one that is really beautiful. It says, "You will always carry your child in your heart." Like really, <laughs> it, it says in parentheses, "really." So this is quoting the article. Um, it's it's uh, surprising but true motherhood facts. There's a famous saying that says, "We hold our children in our arms for a little while and in our hearts forever." Every parent knows it's true, but for mothers, well, it's literally true. In pregnancy, women are shapeshifters, their bellies waxing Ooh. like the moon. <laughs> That's like bad poetry it's, right now. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> Mompotamus. <laughs> Making really deep I expected more. I expected yeah. more from a website called Mompotamus. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Your standards are high. After delivery, they yeah, hold another kind of magic. It's called microchimerism, a condition in which women harbor cells that originated in their children even decades after birth. These cells, full of the children's DNA, collect in our hearts and our brains almost everywhere we can think of. And they become a part of us, hmm. often staying with us for decades upon decades. And this is the kicker that gives me the chills. This is true even if baby, the baby we carry didn't live to be born. Oh, that uh, hurts. It hurts, but it's but really, it's also really kind beautiful. of like special. Yeah, yeah, it's special. Um, but there's like all these positive health benefits. Um, apparently, like women who've given had children are, might be less prone to have Alzheimer's because of these cells and different things. Huh. And then there's some potential negative, but none of these are, I think, like a hundred percent. Uh, proven, but some potential negatives are that it can um, spur on multiple sclerosis oh, in, interesting. in mothers. So, but I, it's it's really just another amazing thing about motherhood and all that we do to bring life into this world. Um, okay, so that's the most serious fact, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, Okay. Oh, this is so random. So this is from happyworker.com and it's the title is called Supermom Facts. And they had all these just random facts and I have some more from them, but one of them, like they must have done some sort of survey or something. But <laughs> this is about bathroom multitasking for moms. So what? <laughs> why? Okay. This is like among like, um, it's like, like like how many diapers a year on average does a mom change oh, and all that stuff. Yeah. But so I don't know yeah. why bathroom multitasking was a part of this. I have no idea. But <laughs> I had so to cool. include it because 
It's awesome and hilarious. So reading is the most common activity while you're using the bathroom for mothers. Uh-huh. I feel like this could just be universal. Followed by yeah. talking on the phone. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> N- meti- I don't even really meti- talk to you on the phone if I'm on the toilet. Yeah. I, I know. And sometimes <laughs> like, I, we do just because I had to pee like mid-conversation, but it's not because I like start while yeah. using the bathroom. That's so uh, Meditating? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Watching TV, drinking coffee. Oh no no no! I don't drink bring drinks. There's an episode. Did you ever watch Bones, the TV show? They, oh no! But um, everyone says Ben looks like the lead character in that. Oh, I can see it. Yeah, yeah. he does. Um. So, um, one of the facts that she says randomly during one episode is the fact that every time you flush the toilet, like millions of poo germs. That's why mm-hmm. you're supposed to have your toothbrush covered. So oh. ever since then, I cannot bring food or drinks into the bathroom, which I feel like is a pretty healthy and I, normal habit yes. to have. Well, then it continues drinking coffee, eating and balancing the checkbook is what moms what? do in the bathroom. Balancing I the checkbook. I could not eat while using the bathroom. Who balances a checkbook anymore? I don't Am know. I like, what year was this? Adult? I don't trust the source, but it was so funny. I had to share it. Um, I bet my mom still balances her checkbook, but we just have a. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't we just have an online debit thing. Yeah. It probably would help if we did, but I don't take the time to do What's the difference, though, of doing that and just keeping track of your online account? That's what I don't understand, I guess. I, oh, yeah. I guess there isn't a difference. Really? Because you can access know. it so easily now. It doesn't really. Jen. Tell us why we need to <laughs> balance our checkbooks. Well, I'd probably spend a lot less if I wasn't just like, hmm, I wonder if there's enough money in my account. I've been spending a lot lately. That's how I how I budget. <laughs> yeah, but you can, I just open my bank account app. And oh, that's what I do me. too. But what See, I'm saying, like, if I, I was like more on it and like, oh, maybe I didn't oh, need to buy such and such. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. All right, keep going. That's okay. hilarious, though. Yes. Um, no, but also don't use hand dryers to go with uh, how poo gets everywhere. Because yes. they That's just what... spread fecal matter all over the restrooms. So if you can help it, use pa- if you can, use paper towels. It, may- it makes me sad because the hand dryers are supposed to be saving the environment. I know. So mm. part of me is just like, I'll just use... Um, uh, hand sanitizer. <laughs> yes. Well, especially with COVID, like I don't want to spread fecal matter. I don't want to even want to, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to use public yeah. restrooms if I don't have to, but I had to pee all the time because um, nothing works down Cause there. We're, so. Cause we're mothers. TMI. Cause we're mothers. Yeah. So anyway, right, I next? just want Well, first I want to know, you know, how do you spend your time in the bathroom? <laughs> okay. So here's, this is well, something wait, I've been, I was not expecting like. Is, this is something I've been waiting to bring up because, but it was only. A, <laughs> well, you're welcome. One. So if I'm if I'm in the restroom, especially if it's after the kids go to bed, ninety percent of the time I'm on TikTok. If I have sent any person <laughs> yes. out there a message through TikTok, I can almost guarantee you I was on the toilet when I sent that. And my general rule, Nick laughs at me, but my general rule is I will sit on the toilet until my feet go numb. <laughs> <laughs> at least you have you know and, you have boundaries for yourself yeah that's and that's honestly that's my boundary because once my toes start to go numb and i can't feel them anymore i'll be like all right it's time and then it's like weird to walk because i can't feel my feet and so 
<laughs> Nick will laugh but, you know, at me. That's as a I, really like, good way to stumble. like schedule your TikTok time and not let yourself become too like, okay, I can only stay on here for as long as it takes for my toes to become numb. I like yes. how you've really, you know, you it's he- it sounds healthy. I've created a system. It's because I have those juicy thighs that just like circulation off. So that's honestly, that's what I spend 99% of my time on the toilet is uh, on TikTok. Well, or if I'm reading a really good book and I can't put it down, I'll bring it in there or it's or it's my phone. All right. So this is for the same website. So take it with a grain of salt because as we've just seen, I don't know how many people are really eating while they're on the toilet. Moms are not. Ugh, I hope not. <laughs> okay, so this website also uh, has like mommy records, which is fun. So, okay. This is the most kids. Mrs. Vasiliev of Russia gave birth mm-hmm. to 69 children <gasps> between 1725 and 1765. Wait, so how many years is that? Okay, <laughs> that's 40 years. Because I did the math previously. <laughs> <laughs> and double checked it. But so I don't know to if get that's from like, Nick. so I had to look it up further because that was just yeah, incredible. You, you can't what? leave a fact like that without. Yeah, like how is that even possible? And in the 1700s. Yeah. Um, but according, so this is from, I looked at, I went further into, this is on the BBC.com. According to okay. a local monastery's report to the government in Moscow, between 1725 and 1765, Mrs. Vasilev. Vasiliev popped out 16 pairs of twins, seven sets of triplets, and four sets of quadruplets. Four? Yeah. So you have 16 kids that are just quadruplets alone. Yes. I mean, if they all, you know, survived. But But still, that's so many children. Over 27 separate laborers for... I just like, do you think that her, that she just like really loved children or were they just honestly not informed or was her husband horrible? I just like, (laughs) I think her husband was probably horrible. I don't know. I just can't imagine as much as you might like kids or whatever, or I don't know. No. Yeah. I just can't imagine just wanting wanting that for yourself. Um, But yeah, no birth control. Uh... I, but I mean, Holy back then they had a lot of kids to help with the farm. Yeah, but not sixty nine. <laughs> no, that's... I mean that's just that's just not good for anybody. No, you know. Yeah. Um, I hardly know sixty nine people. Well, I mean that's not true, but you know what I mean. Like, like yes. that's a little village. Uh, it yeah. honestly is, though. So here's some more facts. The oldest mom was Rosanna Dallacourt. Um, she gave birth to a baby boy when she was 63 years old in Italy. So oh, I don't know how that's wow. possible or what happened. I mean, I've heard of Just like never... some grandmothers whose da- or daughters, or maybe this was just like one person in a special case, but her daughter's womb couldn't sustain life. And so yeah. she had, and this is more modern day, so like her daughter and her um, son-in-law's like... Mm-hmm. The embryo yeah, she carried implanted. the baby. Yeah. She carried the baby, right? So yeah. maybe that was her. I don't know. Um, wow. Which is kind of amazing. And then the heaviest newborn was 22 pounds and eight <gasps> ounces, born in oh. Italy in 1955. 55. 
So that's like, I just think about how different the medical procedures would have been yeah, for I a mean, pregnant mom. That was, if, if I'm oh. going to listen to Call the Midwife <laughs> and use that yeah. as my factual <laughs> basis, I think around like the, I think, well, and Downton Abbey, because they wanted to give Sybil... Um, one that of the was, characters before oh, she... Oh, yeah, a C-section. Uh, a C-section. Wait, no, we can't. We can't ru- ruin Oh, that we're going to ruin case. it. Okay, but that was... Okay. But that was around, and that was... That was probably the third... Late 20s. 30s. 30s, yeah. yeah. So, but it wasn't, like, common. But they... I mean, I, there's no way that baby could have come out without That's, a cesarean of some sort. Oh, no. That's um, huge. Um, so yeah, those are my fun facts I wanted to I share with those. everybody. Um, so as we wrap up today, a reminder, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at lumpymotherpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and tell us, what do you do on the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> do you Jen, find that survey you... accurate? Yeah. yeah, Jen, we need you to specifically write back and tell us if we actually should be balancing our checkbooks or not. <laughs> yes, that, I would love that. Um, oh, Yeah. Um, man. Also, how much does a financial advisor cost? Because that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> Can I hire uh, you? <laughs> Maybe she just call me. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, perfect. So, or you know, just fill us in with a yes, a no, a hello, or or whatever you want to share, and hope, and we would love to be able to read them during our next episode. Yeah, we really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. We know it was a little bit different, but we hope that it was um, still really fantastic to listen to. If you did really like what you heard today, there's some things that you can really do to help others find us. So definitely make sure that you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can rate and review us, but really the most importantly, and all of these things are free too, just as a quick reminder, but the most importantly um, you can tell someone who you think might enjoy our show about us. Yes. Yes. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, there you can find us at Lumpy Mother Podcast. And on Twitter, you can find us at Lumpy Mother Pod One. I and make sure to join us next week to see what motherhood has in store for our lives and yours. Bye. Bye.